RP3 is ready to step his game up and grab the mic for the latest edition of the Rap Game Podcast. Here is Raymond Parts III, better known as RP3. They have played the Super Bowl 56 times come Sunday. Yet, in all those years, there's only been one team that's ever gone start to finish undefeated for the entire year. And that, of course, was the 1972 Miami Dolphins, who ended their season with a 14-7 win over the Washington Redskins in Super Bowl Seven. Well, we're about to talk to a member of that great dynasty of the 1970s, with the Miami Dolphins. He was a star at Texas Southern. He was taken in the 16th round of the 1969 AFL draft by the Miami Dolphins, who he would play with for six seasons as part of his 10-year career playing professional football. He would appear in three Super Bowls, winning two of them, including back-to-back Super Bowl Seven, Super Bowl Eight. He would play in 122 games, recording 21 interceptions, a special team standout as well, and a man known for still holding the NFL record for most blocked punts and blocked kicks in a season. It's the one and only. The man nicknamed the Bullet, Lloyd Mumford, joins us here on the Rap Game Podcast. Lloyd, good day to you, sir. How are you, brother? I'm doing pretty good, but it's but it's weather and, uh, and everything that's happening these days. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I appreciate you making the time. With it being Super Bowl weekend, I definitely want to get to those three Super Bowls that you played in, Mr. Lloyd. But let's go back. Let's go all the way back to growing up there in South Florida. When you were coming up playing football, playing sports, did you ever think that there was going to be a path for you to even be able to make it to playing professional football? And that was during the time before there was even the Super Bowl. No, I, I never did think about that. You know, uh, actually, uh, my first sport when I was growing up with was swimming. And uh, and I, I was wondering, I never did see any black swimmers in the, in the Olympics, so that was my first uh, my, my my first sport. I wanted to, I wanted to go to the to the uh, I wanted to go to the uh, 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 go and swim for the United States in the Olympics. And so uh, and I was I was getting pretty close to some uh, records, you know, way back when I was in junior high school and going to high school. So uh, that's that was my first sport. How did you how did you make the transition to football? I was a girl. I saw swimming in the pool one day and come found out she was a cheerleader and uh so uh I was going into high school and uh and so we got we got involved, you know, and got to, you know, know each other real good and uh but so I played football. <laughs> so, so your 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 entire illustrious football career hinges on the fact that you uh, you you met a girl and you liked a girl who just so happened to be a cheerleader while you were swimming. All right, right. That's, that's got me. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me ask you. Uh, let me ask you this, Mister Lloyd. What you know? Uh, what was it about football that you kind of obviously you fell in love with it as well? What was it about the game that you fell in love with and that you wanted to keep on playing for years to come? Well, uh, number one, you know, the girls, all the girls like football players, so uh, you know that was that was, that got me in there. And then my my swimming coach happened to be a 
when I when I was uh, when I was swimming in junior high and everything, and I was getting ready to go to high school. Swimming, my swimming coach was a coach at the high school, so I ended up joining the football team. <laughs> oh wow! So he was a, he, he was a real good coach, you know, and uh, and uh, he, he taught me a lot in swimming, and so uh, I I, uh, I joined the swimming team. I, I joined the football team also. And uh, he was a real good coach and uh, taught me everything I know about football. And next thing I know, I was a football star. <laughs> Is he the one that, that, that taught you the, the, the thing, the kind of the mantra that you kind of lived by, the, the hard but it's fair? That's it. That's him. Tell us, t- 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 uh, tell us a little bit more about that coach because obviously he had a huge impact on your life. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that coach, Coach Brown, yeah, he was uh, – you know, he teaches everything. And then when I started listening to him, I started listening to what he was saying, I found out it was working. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so uh, then, uh, then uh, girls like football players better than they do like, uh, than they like swimmers. So <laughs> they say, you know, I'm a football star, you know, and I ended up being one of the captains of the team in, in high school. And I went on to college, got a scholarship to college and, uh, and then I ended up getting drafted by the NFL out of college. Did your experience and your kind of your training to be a swimmer? How did that help you on the football field? I would assume it helped you with conditioning. Yeah, well, conditioning. Yeah, that was one of the, one of the, one of the best things that it did, you know. And uh, and it's just uh, being the best, you know, being our best swimmer, you know. Uh, and I, you know, I started breaking records and stuff, and that and really got me into it. And then the girls like swimming. And my my girlfriend, uh, who was uh, in high school, she was a few grades ahead of me. But she was a uh, she was a cheerleader on on, on the <laughs> cheerleader at school. So I had to uh, you know see they they traveled the football team and you know and cheer for them. And so that that made it even more more exciting. <laughs> Mr. Lloyd, you got a scholarship to go play ball at Texas Southern. Uh, you know, had to go kind of far away, had to go to a, a historical black college in university, which was very common back then. For those that may not realize what it was like there in the mid-60s to be an African-American athlete, there weren't that many doors open for uh, a football player like yourself, was there? Yeah, well, actually it was, you know, because in the uh, back in those days, uh, you know, in, in the South, there wasn't too many black players going to any in the big schools. You know, they had the big, you know, uh, they had the big uh, black schools, but uh, you know, wasn't too many going to the other schools. And uh, so, uh, most of the big, uh, the good football players, or uh, you know, the black football players were at the at the black schools. So I was, uh, you know, I was playing against guys that you know they have. Uh, Going from uh, from uh, high school to to the pros. I mean, to to you know, getting scholarships and then going on to the pros. So that was a uh, yeah. You well, no. What what I meant, Mister Lloyd, is that you had the opportunity to go to like an HBCU like Texas Southern, but during during that time, you didn't have opportunities to say go to Alabama or go to Clemson or go to even Texas. Right? There, those opportunities weren't really there. It wasn't really there, but the players coming from these schools, 
happened to be some of the best players and that made it up in the NFL. So I had a lot of players that were go that were, that were ahead of me going to big schools and then end up in the NFL. So and a ton you know, and, and a ton of those guys ended up being pro football hall of famers. Yes. So it is. So you make your way, you know, it's so different now than when it was for you. You were taken in the 16th round. They don't even have 16 rounds anymore, but back then they <laughs> did. 16th round of the 1969 draft coming out of Texas Southern. Uh, did you think you were going to be drafted? And, and how did you find out that you were uh, selected by the Miami Dolphins? Oh, uh, well, I was, at, I was at college, you know, and uh, I had a lot of players that went to Texas Southern. Ahead of me, they were going from Texas Southern into the NFL. So we had a lot in that conference we were in. I think we had players coming from all the schools, and I'm playing against guys that's going to the NFL while I was in high, while I was in college, and guys that uh, the guys on uh, all off the, our from our school and that conference, well, uh, you know, were some of the top players in the NFL. So I was playing against these players in college. No, what I was asking, Mr. Lloyd, is when you were drafted, how did you find out? I mean, because you're in the 16th round, were you still in class? Were you just with with your family? Uh, did you? Because sometimes I talk to guys from the older days, and they even miss the phone call. They find out the next day that they were drafted. <laughs> no, I think they had called school because they had some more players at, at at the school that had been drafted earlier. You know, before me, and you know, before I before I got in, you know, in the age to be at the, in the grade to be drafted, and they 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 went to these, it was in, in the pros, so uh, we found out, you know, it, you know, we listened to it on the radio when, uh, and and the TV when we saw, it, you know, when we could, and uh, and I. That's how I found out. I, I think I was on the on the, uh, on, the, on the TV. Yeah, when when I when I saw it. Well, how excited were you that you got drafted and that you were going to be able to go back home to Florida? Oh shoot, that was uh, man. <laughs> oh man, I think I started working out right then, man. That that same day, <laughs> start getting ready for it. So I was really I was really excited. How quickly did you know that you guys were going to be building something pretty special there in Miami under Coach Don Shula? Oh, you could just feel it. You know, you know, we we, we you know we started looking and uh, we know we had Shula in there. My first year there, I, 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 Shula came the second year. I was at at, at uh, I was uh, you know I was second year on, on the Dolphins. And when he came in, I could see the difference. What, what had changed, you know, it had changed like it was like day and night, <laughs> and uh, everything changed. And, and I could just see that uh, the, uh, I mean, just the feeling what Shula brought in, it just changed the whole team. And and I, you know, I really got into it then, you know. And uh, next thing you know, I'm I'm starting cornerback and. And I'm uh, one of the top players on the team. And then uh, actually, I was the captain of the team too. You also you also thrived on special teams, 
And I know back then a lot of guys had to play both on defense and special teams or even offense and special teams. But you seemed to thrive at it. You really loved playing it. Why, why was that? Well, I used to, you know, I used to look at it and I could say, oh, I, I can do this here and I can do that, do that. And I, I used to do it in practice. And, uh, and you know, and then the coach would see it and then he would let me go ahead and go ahead and do it, you know, in the game. And they put it, they put it in the game plan. That's what I used to love. I do something in practice. The next thing I do, I go to the meeting the next day, and it's in the game plan. And whoa! And then I just start doing my thing, you know. And I had, I had, you know, I was, I was, I was a small guy, but I was quick, and you know, the big guys they couldn't, uh, they couldn't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> you also and, developed a, a reputation for being one of the best guys to block punts and block kicks. That's a very unique skill set that not many people ever really possess in the National Football League. How did that come to be? How did you How did you work on that? Well, I, when I was, I was in practice, you know, I said, "Wow, uh, you know, when a guy had a guy kicking a field goal or extra point something, I can get to that. I get down there. Couldn't can nobody stop me because I was too quick off the line, and you know, so I used to do it in practice. Next thing I know, uh, next day I, I come to practice and uh, they said, "Oh." They, they, a coach, a coach would put me in, you know, where I want to go, and you know, I say, oh yeah, I like that, and then I, so then, they say, you know, I'm blocking all these kicks. What's that say, feeling yeah. like, uh, Mr. Lloyd, when you break through their line and you get your, you, you get your mitts on the on on a kick because points are just at a premium. And you're able to keep them off the scoreboard. What's that feeling like? Oh, oh, that's a great feeling, you know. And then after a while, they start coming after me. Then that gave a, a guy that's next to me a chance to get in there. And then uh, we really had them all confused there. <laughs> so that was, that was that was great. And then when I got another guy that was, that uh, that could come in and and block them when when if, if they come at me. So then they they come at me to somebody else to block it, and so we really had a really had a good. But I, I was the one that caused was causing all the trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Okay. Yeah, you, you couldn't help you, you can't help yourself but still chuckle about you being the one causing all the trouble, can you? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Let's talk about causing trouble because you guys, whew, man, y'all had a, a filthy defense back in the day, Mister Lloyd, the no name defense in particular during that 72 season. What was it like being a member, uh, a key member of one of the best defensive units in NFL history? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, that, that was great because, oh, we had we had a team there. If you, you couldn't stop us all, and you didn't know which one was coming. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and we used to change things up all the time. And, and you know, and, and, you know, the coaches gave us, uh, you know, just let us do what we wanted to do. Out there, and we just—that's—that's—that's that's, that's the thing I really like, you know. He just let us do. We could make up our own our own plays and everything, and uh, and we did it. It was—it was great. It was just a great feeling, feeling you know, you out here doing your own thing, you know. And you guys had some just tremendous players during that area. Uh, Dick Anderson comes to mind. Um, you know, he was such a, a good safety. Jake Scott. Another guy on the back end, uh, Bill Stanfield, uh, across the defensive line. Uh, you guys just had 
guys at all three levels. What was it about you guys as a group that made you guys just so special, Mr. Lloyd? See, now that, that's the thing right there. We all started, and we all started depending on each each other. And we knew what we know what each other could do, and we just was making up play, making up different plays and things. And the coaches let us give us free run, and you know we would do that. We would make up all these plays, and you know how we was going to attack them, and nobody could stop us. Because when they look at this, we we change it. We change everything. We used to take the film home and watch it ourselves. And then you find out, and then you see what you, I look and see what I was going to do. And then I come to practice the next day, and then we uh, and the other guys, they, they look at the film and how he was going to attack it. And then he gave us a free run. And that's how they, nobody could stop us because every, every week we did something different. Who was the best player you played alongside with as a Miami Dolphin? Oh, all of them were good. <laughs> All of them, all of them were good. But Jake Scott was a, was a, was a real good one. Yeah. He was one of the best ones, you know, in getting the ball. And uh, of course, a lot of time we would we would we would go and and I had to have two guys trying to stop me, and Jake could sneak in there and get it. Then they tried to stop Jake. They put the two guys on Jake, and then I get in there. So we had them going. <laughs> <laughs> Who gave you the nickname the Bullet? Okay, now that's it. I remember one one day, one day we was practicing. You know, and she was he was he was kind of upset that day, and he said, "I want I want I want to run ten plays. First team offense against the first team defense. I want them live." I said, "Oh Lord, I'm gonna have to tackle that that zonker." Then the first play, here comes Zonka. Now when I knocked, I went in there, boom, and I hit him, boom, he just went down. Bam. I said, no. He said, I'm not going to let you hit me. you like a damn bullet. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so that's how I got the name Bullet. <laughs> And it just stuck from there, huh? It was just one of those things. It was, it was, it was game over after that with that nickname, huh? Yeah, that was it. That was it. That was it, man. Yes, sir. Let's go back to the the first Super Bowl that you guys went to there with the Dolphins. I would have been Super Bowl six. You guys end up losing that game to the Dallas Cowboys. And what did that season? But what do you most remember about the season? Even though it ended in disappointment, what did you remember the most about it during that run to the Super Bowl? Okay, that, that, that's all we had. Well, we thought we had everything, and then when we got into the Super Bowl and when we lost that Super Bowl. Oh man, we were so so upset that we came back that next year. I started practicing when the season when soon season was over. I started I was I started working out uh, right after the season was over for the next season. I was so determined to get back. We had to get back to that Super Bowl and to show that we was a better team than we were that that year before. And boy, and we we and. That's why that next season we went undefeated because everybody had the same thing in mind. We got to get back and we got to win that Super Bowl, and that's all we thought about all year is getting back, showing that we was we wasn't a team that that was last year. This was the new team. This is the team that we really were, and uh, 
we went in there and we just went through that season and anything like we took one game at a time. I didn't know who I was playing the next game, you know, because I was so concentrated on the one that we had then, you know, and usually after every game, I'd go look at, at that thing and say, who we got next? I didn't even know who we had the next the next game. And then we concentrate on that. That's why we went through that next season undefeated because wasn't nobody going to stop us. And every game, we just went through it. We took one game at a time. 72 season comes around. You guys are focused. You still got the bitter taste of losing to the Cowboys in the Super Bowl the year before. When did he get to a point in the season, Mr. Lloyd, where you guys said, okay, like when did the streak start becoming a thing for you guys where it became, you know, a big topic for you guys or when reporters kept asking you about the undefeated season? When did that happen? No, it was that we we didn't even think about the un, un, being going undefeated. All we thought about is winning that game that we had in front of us. I, I, did, I did a lot of times, I, you know, I go, uh, after the game was over, I didn't know who we had next on schedule. I said, who we got? Because we concentrated so much on that, that team that we had before. We didn't even know who. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't look at the schedule until the, uh, until the, until the game was over and we was ready for the next game. Then I look over and say, who we got next week? And then we'll look and see. And then we'll go out and get ready for them. They took one game at a time. But I had our concentration was on that one game. It was to win that game. And that's how we went through that season undefeated. How difficult is it, though, not to get, I don't know, get distracted with everything going on and with all the media on top of you and everyone saying how great you are and, oh, they're trying to make history and everything like that. I mean, how do you, how much of a challenge is it to remain focused? How much of a challenge was it for you and your teammates? It was none at all because we were so determined to get back and win that every game. I mean, we, we didn't take it one game. We just took one game at a time and we just concentrated on that game there. And then when then when that game was over, I mean, a lot of times I didn't even know who we who we had on the schedule next. Said, well, who we got next? Uh, you know, then we go look on the, on on the next. Okay, we got this team here. Okay, then we cut. Then we concentrate on them. We beat them. Who we got next? And we, I, I didn't I didn't know most of the season. I didn't know who I was, who I had next. Then we we just took one game at a time, and we were so focused on that that one game. That's how we went through that season undefeated. You guys go through the season undefeated. And, you know, it, it, it was you had some some challenges. You had some blowouts along the way. I, I remember the game against the Minnesota Vikings. That was a close game, right, 16-14. to 14, But you also had some blowouts along the way. And what was y'all's mentality, your mindset, rather, when you got into the playoffs? Okay. Well, when we got playoffs, we went through that whole season, and wasn't nobody gonna stop us during the playoffs. Cause we were, hey, we were so determined. We got this far, and and we were so determined, and somebody was gonna make a play. We knew that somebody was gonna make a play to win the game every game. It was always it was me. I was the one that I was, I, you know, I was the man that I was gonna do it. But then everybody had the same mentality. They was gonna do it. Jake was gonna do it. Nick was gonna do it. Everybody was thinking the same thing. I was thinking I'm gonna do it. You know, 
And that's how we just went through that season. I got to ask you about the championship game, the AFC championship game, Mr. Lloyd, because because of the way the rules were at the time, even though you guys were undefeated, you had to play the Steelers in Pittsburgh, even though you were undefeated and they had three losses. Did that give you guys any more motivation, any more fuel to the fire, so to speak, more of a chip oh. on your shoulder? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That that gave me. We gotta go with it. We can't. Uh, we gotta go beat y'all in your house. We gonna do it. <laughs> that that gave us more fire. Just this here. Yeah. Okay. We gotta go up here and beat y'all. We gonna we gonna do it. They gonna come up here and beat you. And it just it just you know just fired us up even more. You get to Memorial Coliseum to face off against the Washington Redskins for the Super Bowl. When you guys stepped onto the field, Mr. Lloyd, did y'all believe that day that no matter what, you guys were going to come out of there with the championship trophy? Oh, yeah, we knew that. There wasn't no way in the world we were going to lose that game. No way in the world we were going to lose it. And I don't think we had any problems either. Because if somebody, I was going to make the play, and that's that, that was, that, that was a, a, the mentality of the team. I was going to make the play to win the game. And everybody had the same thing on that. I'm going I'm to I'm win the game. I'm going to make the play to win the game. And, and that's why we went through that whole season. What was it like that, at the end of the game when you win and you guys carry Coach Shula off the field? And you guys are the Super Bowl champions for the first time. What was that like? It was a feeling like you was going to do this. We this what we had planned to do, and we did it. And that's the that was the feeling I had. Yeah, we did what we said we was going to do, and we did what we had to do. And and everybody came together. We came. To, everybody came together to do it. And that was that was one of the greatest feelings you could ever feel. You know. When you know you was going to do it, and you did it. What did it mean to you that years later, four decades later, in fact, you guys were invited to the White House by President Barack Obama and um, because you guys never were able to get your White House visit? What was that like, even all those years later, to still you know, kind of be honored and be put in the spotlight by the President of the United States? Yeah, well, we know. He knew it. <laughs> he knew what we was going to do, I guess. I said, I said that's the feeling he got. He, he, he knew we did, you know, and uh, he wanted to recognize us. And that was something, yeah. When he recognized us, you know, because he had, I guess he saw us play back in those days, and uh, he saw what we did. And I said, well, somebody, somebody knows what we know. Let me ask you this, Mr. Lloyd. You guys cap off the perfect season. You win the Super Bowl championship. And then you come back and you do it all again the next year. You don't go undefeated, but you come pretty close. And then you win Super Bowl Eight, taking down the Minnesota Vikings. What was that like trying to defend your Super Bowl title the next year? Oh, that was old. Uh, you know, we was, uh, you know, we, we did it, you know, and 
we did. We defended our we defended our championship, you know. So that was a I don't know. That was a, a feeling. I don't know. It was a great feeling. It's a great feeling when you can do that, you know. And uh, we did it. So I was telling the people, telling everybody that hey, they steals the champs, and they proved they're champs. They went undefeated, and then they went back-to-back. And then I, guess, I think our team started breaking down after that. <laughs> yeah, things, things, yeah, guys started going elsewhere and, and everything right. like that, and, and including yourself. You ended your career playing for the Baltimore Colts. How difficult was it for you to leave the Miami Dolphins and continue your career elsewhere? Well, it wasn't difficult. It was just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go and see could I do this somewhere else, you know, and that, that was the feeling I had. And, uh, and, uh, and, 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 and the feeling that uh, I, I really want, I'm, I, I've got to play my home team. Because <laughs> we was in the same conference, and, I, and I, I ended up coming back and beating my home team a few times. Now, and for and you I, also, there's an interesting story. Your first contract in the NFL, later you get to do your own contracts and you get to maybe negotiate a little bit uh, harder and get, get more for you. But if you don't mind me asking, can you share us that first contract that you were able to get when you made it to the NFL? My first contract wasn't too much. You know, I was 16-round draft charge, and that's what they offered me, $16,000. <laughs> that was it, huh? That was it, but I had to, I put incentives in there. I said, if I make the team, I'll get so much. And if I lead the team in interception, I'll get so much. And, and, and all those incentives that I, I put in there, I ended up getting most of them. So, th- I mean, this, th- this was in 1969. So many guys were just so happy to be playing football, but you, you had the, you, you had the, the intelligence and the savviness to go, okay, I'll take your $16,000 contract because you don't think I'm worth all that much, but if I do this, this, and this, you're going to pay me. Right, right, right. That's it. That, that's, that's, why I, that's why I made most of my money on my incentives, you know, and, and I, I, usually I make them every year. Wow, you got a little ahead of your time there, Mr. Lloyd. So many guys, <laughs> you, you, you should probably be teaching the young guys that kind of stuff right now. Yeah, well, you know, I, well, I was, you know, I was sure I was gonna make it, and uh, and you know, uh, back in them days, sixteen thousand, you know, was pretty good. I ended up making like twenty thousand my first year, <laughs> and then when I when I ended playing, I think I was making about seventy thousand. No, that's not too bad. That's not too shabby at all. Let me ask you this: You were kind of a hybrid player. Uh, it's become standard in the National Football League to to have a nickelback to to have that 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 DB out there but you were kind of one of the first guys to do that. I don't even think the term was coined back then. Um that versatility to be able to play that position how much different is it to be a nickelback than say maybe compared to playing any of the other defensive back positions? No, uh, no, nickelback is uh yeah, I, I made that. I started nickelback. I think I was one of the first ones to be a nickel, be a nickelback in uh, in the league. And uh, I used to, I used to love that position, you know. Of course, I played a lot of times nickelback. You end up playing a back coming out of, out, out of the uh, backfield, and uh, you know, and then 
then I, I was, you know, I used to like to tackle too. So I did a lot of tackling. So that's that. Nickelback had to go have to tackle. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, they got they. You can't uh, you, you can't be need uh, you can't be wanting to avoid contact by playing that position. That's right. You know that's what I like about it. And then then and then when those big backs coming through there, I can get to them fast because I'm in the nickelback position. You know, I can I can move around like I want them. And then you know and uh, so that helped me out a lot. So, Mr. Lloyd. You know, you played in a great era of football there, primarily in the 1970s. You played against a, a lot of great running backs, quarterbacks, and wide receivers. And, you know, you, you had more than 20 interceptions in your career. Uh, you mind sharing with us some of the more uh, famous, you know, Hall of Famers that you uh, got the best of day in, day out? Oh, well, I, I, I tell you, my, 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 the one I uh, used to like to go against the most was O.J. Simpson. <laughs> and uh, I used to have a lot of good games against, against O.J., you know. And uh, I used to play, I used to play him coming out the backfield. And uh, a nickelback position, that's what I did a lot. How physical, how physical of a runner was he? Better get to him quick, because <laughs> you don't want to catch him when he turns the corner. You get him before he turns that corner, then you got a good shot on him. He can, when he turns that corner, he's running. Or you don't want to mess with him then, but sometimes you have to, and he can run over you. <laughs> <laughs> once it, well, once he, well, once he gets a good head of steam, it was, it was over. Oh, he get that head of steam. Oh man, you don't want to meet him then. <laughs> <laughs> How about how about some of the quarterbacks that you had to face off? I know you played against some of the best. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Joe Namath, that's the main man. He could throw that ball, and you know, and he's he's quick. He had that quick throw, and so whoever you was covering, you had to be got to be on him. You got to be tight on him, and a lot of time he. But and then you got to be ready to run deep too. Because he'll fake it and then run deep on you, and then you'd be beat for the touchdown. So it was kind of that, that Joe Namath. He was he was he's one of the one quarterbacks that I really didn't like to see too much because he had that quick hand, he had that quick throw. And he also he he was also known for being quite a stylish gentleman. I mean, not 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 too many <laughs> not, not too many guys like him can pull off wearing a mink coat, Lloyd. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Let me ask you this. As a guy who spent so long in the NFL and you played in an era where hitting was part of the game, you know, I, I'm always fascinated to talk to older players on what they think of the modern NFL. I know it's completely different. It's a different game, right? And, and uh, the athletes are different. The speed's different. I get all that. But for older football fans – some of them are frustrated by the lack of physicality in the game. In particular, they feel like defenses are being handcuffed these days with all the rules. As someone who was nicknamed the bullet and was one of the hardest hitters ever to play the game, when you see the modern NFL, does it frustrate you at all or no? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a different game. It's a different game. Uh, I, I probably uh, would have a little problem playing today. <laughs> 
Cause I, that probably, probably beat me up early. <laughs> Cause I, I used to stay up here and uh, I used to. My my thing is I had to get them backs before they turned that corner and coming up, in, in the, you know, coming up the, up the field. So you know I used to take chances all the time and you know get in there when I when I read the plays. I used to read the play and and then back back in them days uh, back at the. You cornerback, you can't let nothing go around your corner. So that's that's that's, that's why they call it cornerback. <laughs> you got to get up there and keep keep that back from turning that corner. And so that's what I used to do. And I used to read the plays. I read the plays and get up there quick. And you know you don't want that back to turn that corner on you and have all that speed. And because you you make two too many tackles, you're gonna be out of the game. <laughs> you guys, so the the '72 team. Obviously, is well known for being the only undefeated team in NFL history to win a Super Bowl, and you guys have a, a celebration. When did you guys first started getting that off the ground? Where you guys would meet up or celebrate by phone and pop champagne to celebrate when the last undefeated team would lose? When did that started? To, when did that tradition begin uh, with you guys on that '72 Dolphins team? Well, we started doing that, and after a while, you know, we saw that. You know, we was the only team went undefeated, and wasn't nobody, nobody else going undefeated after they extended for so long. We said this might not happen anymore, <laughs> and uh, I think they had another game. So we, we, but but anyway, we would just celebrate that last game. We always celebrated. We, you know, we'd call each other up on the phone, and uh, and we all have a have a toast. You know, because we saw it wasn't going to be done anytime soon. You know, back in the day, that was soon way back. That was back when it was only about ten years. Uh, it's just it's it's fifty years now, <laughs> and uh, over fifty years. So we still celebrate. You know, when that last game, that last game, we all we try to get in touch with uh, with, with little groups and stuff. You know, and. And we we we'll celebrate. We'll have a little, a little uh, on that last game when the last team lose. We all we we'll call each other up and and uh, we have a, a crowd. We uh, we have a bunch of guys that get together and they and, and we'll call them and then we we just celebrate, have a thing. We saw it. wasn't nobody else getting close to it. There wasn't nobody doing it. They had a few teams came close. Well, they had one. They had one in particular. They got close not that long ago. So, were, were you guys sweating it at all, Mister Lord, when the Patriots went on that run and faced the Giants in the Super Bowl? No, I wasn't. I wasn't sweating. I wasn't sweating. No. No, you see. So you got you guys were confident that the Giants were going to be able to beat beat the Patriots and make sure they weren't weren't going to go undefeated. <laughs> We uh, we kind of felt that, we kind of felt that, and uh, you know I, I'm I'm going by how I feel because everybody else got the different feelings, but I didn't think it was going to be done. I love it, I love it, I love it. You know, um, it's been so long, uh, you know, that you guys were able to accomplish uh, history. What, what does it mean to still kind of be remembered and still be revered for accomplishing such a unique thing in the world of sports that '72 season? Yeah, you know, I've I've been looking at I've been looking at TV. Uh, I've been looking at today and yesterday. I'm looking at uh, they, uh, you know, they talk about the NFL, 
But the only thing I'm, I'm, uh, I haven't heard, I haven't mentioned our, our team yet. <laughs> while I'm while I'm listening to all this, I haven't. I'm just waiting on them when they're going to, you know, mention our team. They, they're not saying anything. They try to. They keep away from it. <laughs> but sooner or later, they're gonna have to say something. So I'm. Uh, I want to hear. <laughs> I I totally understand that, Mr. Lloyd. Uh, let me ask you this. We'll wrap up our conversation. You know, Don Shula was a great coach, a legendary coach, and uh, uh, we all lost him in the, uh, two years ago come May. Um, what did he mean to you as a coach and, and, and as a man? Yeah, hey, that was a great coach. And uh, he really, uh, I really uh, respect him, you know, what he did, and, and you know, and, and then he he saw what I can do, and, and he gave me free run. Made me a wild card. I remember one day he called me in his office and said, "We're gonna make you a wild card." Everybody else had had something to do. I just could I could take the film home and watch the film and see how I wanted to attack attack uh, you know the defense uh, the offense. I was a wild card. I go in where I want. I go out on that field and and do what I had to do, and that really meant something to me. You know, he gave me that kind of that kind of power out there on, on that defense. I used to come up with stuff too. As long as I was coming up with things, he let me keep. He let me stay the wild card, <laughs> <laughs> and I would come up with something. Mister Lloyd, one more question for you. You know, you accomplished so much in your professional career, making it to three Super Bowls, winning two of them, being part of an undefeated season, setting NFL records, so forth and so forth. But I know you've done so much after your playing career wrapped up, and you've done so much with other schools and kids. Why has it been so important for you over the years, especially here in your time in Acadiana the last 30-plus years, why has it been so important for you to be able to give back to the the younger generation? Oh, you know, I I I, I like to show them what they can do. You know, and you know, I was uh, I was kind of like a wild card when I, when I played, and because my my coach and when I was in high school, he used to give me free run out there too, and uh, I would come up with stuff and uh, and so I just try to teach them, you know, to, uh, you know, to, to teach them to, to have confidence in themselves and their teammates, you know, where you can do what you want to do out there. And, you know, uh, uh, do what you have to do and and how to, how to play the game and what you got to do and to have that confidence. Because you got to have all that. Mr. Lloyd, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you about your career and about your Super Bowl experiences and being a member of that 1972 Miami Dolphins team. Thank you so much, brother, for making the time. Okay, my pleasure, too. Lloyd Mumford, better known as the Bullet, a man who played in Super Bowls six, seven, and eight. For the Miami Dolphins, one of the originators of the nickelback position, 
a man who played on the no-name defense, a man who was part of the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins, and a great interview for this Super Bowl weekend. Appreciate Mr. Lloyd making the time once again here on the Rap Game Podcast. Look, if you're looking for any previous episodes, any of the previous episodes with Super Bowl champions that we have, not to worry. Simply go to 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com. Click on the Rap Game Podcast tab, and they're all there for you to check out all previous episodes. That way you can listen to them and get geared up and prepared for Sunday's big game between the Bengals and the Rams. That's going to do it for this episode of the Rap Game Podcast. Until next time, be safe out there, be kind to one another, and I'll talk to you soon.